0: Hi, I'm Pete McCall, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the All About Fitness podcast. For this episode, I'm picking up where I left off. I'm continuing to read from my book, Smarter Workouts, The Science of Exercise Made Simple. If you've been listening to All About Fitness, if you've been listening to the last few episodes, then you know I wrote Smarter Workouts to help you learn how to design your own workout programs. I've been educating personal trainers for about 20 years, give or take. And what I want to do with the podcast and what I did with my book is I want to help you learn how to be more effective at designing your workout programs. That's why I do the podcast. That's why I write the books I write. That's, that's why I do what I do. I'm somebody that, that got into exercise. And let's face it, and 100% honest, I was a chunky kid. <laughs> I was never the best athlete. I, you know, not always picked last, but I was always picked towards the end Uh, when we picked teams growing up. And for me, exercise was always a release. Exercise wasn't about looking a certain way. Exercise wasn't about being a certain weight or having a certain amount of muscles. To me, exercise was always about feeling good and just being able to take control of your life. That's how I look at exercise. No matter what else happens in your day, no matter what else goes on in your life, you can do something positive. You, You can have a positive day If you make 30, 45, 60 minutes for exercise or even 10 minutes, that's why I love it. And that's why I try to share it with you. So what I'm doing in Smarter Workouts is in this section, I'm talking about how exercise changes your body. That's chapter one. And I'm just reading the book to you. If you want to buy the book and follow along, great. There'll be a link in the show notes. Otherwise, let me read my book to you so you can learn a little bit more about how to design your own workout programs. So this is from chapter one and the section is called putting it all together. Exercise is much more than working up a sweat. When done properly, it can change the function and structure of the human body. Mobility training can improve movement efficiency and strengthen the fascia and elastic connective tissues, helping them to be more resistant to injury. In addition to enhancing aesthetic appearance, strength training and metabolic conditioning can be used to improve the ability um, of your muscles to convert food to energy, change hormone levels, and increase muscle force output, all of which are critical for performing your favorite pastimes or essential activities of daily living. Using exercise to achieve these and other desired results relies on a number of different variables, including sex, age, resistance training experience, genetics, sleep, nutrition, hydration, and emotional and physical stressors. Each of these, each type of stressor will influence how your f- physiological system adapts to exercise in general or resistance training specifically. For example, too much stress at work or a lack of sleep may significantly reduce your ability to grow muscle. And I'm going to take a sidebar here because that really is so important to understand. A lot of times we make the mistake, we think, oh, it's only exercise. It's not that important or because we do exercise during our recreational time. We look at it as a pastime, or we look at it as a recreational activity. I'm trying to remember what the, there's a good synonym for it, but we look at it as a leisure time activity. We, exercise for many people is considered leisure time. You go to work, you go to family, and if you have extra time, then maybe you might do exercise, or you might go watch TV or do something else. But here's the thing. Exercise makes all of your systems work better. Exercise makes your muscles work better. It makes your endocrine system, your hormones more effective. Heck, it can make your brain work better. Really, exercise is what helps your body perform its best. That's why you should exercise. That's the main thing for it. And that's what I'm writing about in here is that exercise affects everything in your body. And here's the other thing all the physiological systems in your body will affect how your body responds to exercise. So if, you're, if you have a chronic illness, if you have an injury that's lingering, those are going to affect how your body adapts to exercise. Let's get back to it. An exercise is a movement, and movement is a skill that requires practice to master. Think about that. Exercise is movement, and movement is a skill. If we're just doing the same kind of repetitive movements over and over again, we're not really developing any skill. It may be tempting to change exercises frequently. However, maintaining some consistency with the same exercises over a period of time, let's say six to eight weeks, can help improve coordination and movement skill as well as muscular strength. Efficient movement patterns require synergistic coordination between all systems of the human body. Exercise programs that emphasize using movement patterns use a number of muscles at the same time Which can make the workouts more metabolically challenging. Helping you to burn more calories. Which is essential for maintaining a healthy body weight. And think about that. That really is the essence of what we're doing with exercise. With exercise, right now as you're listening to this, unless you are exercising. If you're listening to this in your car or you're listening to this while you're commuting, sitting there not doing anything. You're in homeostasis. You're in a state of rest. What exercise does is exercise disrupts homeostasis. The intensity and duration of exercise will influence the the amount of how hard homeostasis or how much homeostasis has been been disrupted. So I got a little tongue-tied there. I'll, I'll say that again. So homeostasis, right now you're in a state of rest. That's homeostasis. Exercise disrupts homeostasis. When we do exercise repeatedly, the physiological systems adapt to it and become and start working more effectively that's why we should exercise not to look a certain way not to be a certain weight but to help our all the systems, systems in our body work more effectively to create and sustain the energy for dynamic multidirectional movement movement patterns To create and sustain the energy for dynamic multi-directional movement patterns, the different components of the body need to develop the ability to function as a single system controlled by your nervous system. Compared to the limitations of traditional muscle isolation exercises, using only one piece of equipment to challenge the body to move in all directions can result in more creative, engaging, effective, and a fun workout experience. Multi-joint movements such as squats to shoulder press with dumbbells Multi-joint movements, such as squats to shoulder presses with dumbbells, lifts with a medicine ball, or kettlebell swings are ex- all examples of exercises that involve large amounts of muscle tissue and, in turn, challenge the heart to pump blood to keep the muscles fueled, which can provide a number of health-promoting benefits. I mean, this is a sidebar that is part of this chapter. I'm going to read it here as well. What the science says abset control functions. To take the analogy of the human body as a computer a step further, it is necessary to look at the various software programs or apps that control how the body functions. In a computer, the software programs or apps that control... This is a sidebar that goes into a little bit more detail. of This is a sidebar that goes into a little more detail about the analogy of comparing your body to a computer. What the science says apps that control functions. To take the analogy of the human body as a computer a step further, it is necessary to look at the various software programs or apps that control how the body functions. In a computer, the software determines how efficient the machine is at performing various functions. An app on a computer provides the necessary information for how the components of the machine work together to perform a specific function. For example, a bookkeeping app can help you organize your finances to keep track of income and expenses. G-I-G-O is an old software programming term standing for garbage in, garbage out, which means that if a software used to perform a function isn't well written, it will be inefficient or unable to properly perform the assigned task. Using this analogy, it can be easy to see how traditional muscle isolation exercises can be considered faulty software because they upload garbage commands, telling only one or two muscles at a time to work while joint is held in a relatively stable position. This approach to exercise works directly against the inherent learning capabilities of the human operating system, your nervous system, which self-learns how to control movement by sending commands to a number of muscles working together to move various parts to learn and refine specific patterns. One app that helps control the function of various components of the body's hardware is the endocrine system, which produces the chemicals, more specifically hormones responsible for initiating and controlling the functions of individual cells, such as those of muscle, fascia, and bone. After a strength training workout that results in a mechanical overload on the structures of muscle fibers, The endocrine system will signal the production of testosterone and other anabolic hormones to help promote the protein synthesis required to repair the damaged fibers. One tip for developing a successful exercise program is to improve your operating system's ability to move the hardware. In other words, use a variety of different movement patterns to upload new information into your nervous system in order to control how your muscles, fascia, and connective tissue work more efficiently as a completely integrated system. The specific patterns of hip hinging, squatting, lunging, pushing, pulling, and rotating can themselves be considered complex software programs capable of dictating how the hardware components of muscle, fascia, and bone work together to produce coordinated movement. These movements are often considered the basic patterns of human movement and should likewise be the foundation for any exercise program created to improve mobility, core strength and metabolic conditioning so what i'm doing in chapter one and this is again chapter one from smarter workouts the title of the chapter is how exercise changes your body what i'm trying to do with this chapter is trying to get you the reader to understand that the way we've traditionally talked about exercise is rather incomplete really a large part of exercise selection meaning how we choose which exercises we do in a workout A large part of that emanated from the bodybuilding culture which really focuses on one body part or one muscle group at a time. And what do bodybuilders train for? Bodybuilders train to walk on a stage being almost completely naked. So they're not training to move, they're training to look good without moving. Think about athletes, think about dancers, think about people that work on their feet all day. When you do those activities, multiple muscles have to work together. Then think of your body as a computer where the muscles are the hardware and your nervous system is the software that coordinates all the hardware. If all you do are do single joint exercises like on machines or do isolation exercises, you're not uploading a lot of data into your body. You're really not. That's why a lot of bodybuilders have repetitive stress injuries because if they're doing the same movements all the time, if they're doing, using the same muscles... They're loading too much force in the muscles. That's what you're doing. When you're lifting a weight, you're loading mechanical force into the muscles and into the structures of your body. And if you happen to lift too much mechanical force or do it too frequently without varying varying how you do it, you're at a much greater risk of injury. That's why top coaches and top trainers will keep a program relatively consistent for a period of time, anywhere from four to eight weeks, maybe a little bit longer. Because we know that it takes time for the body to adapt to the work. But we also know that we need to change every 6, 8, 10 weeks. Because if we have you do the same repetitive motions over and over again, that's not good for the tissues and systems of your body. And that right there, my friend, is the biggest paradox about exercise. It truly is. Because with exercise, if we don't do it, it's bad for us. If we do too much of it, it's bad for us. If we do change it up all the time, it's bad for us. If we do the same thing over and over again, it's not good for us. So you can see there are all these different functions of exercise. And really, there is no one specific way to do it. I keep coming back to this. And I've been in, this has been my career for more than 20 years. And I keep coming back to this. The only thing we know, the only thing we know about exercise with any certainty whatsoever is that lack of a regular exercise. If you are not exercising, if you're not moving your body consistently 10 to 30 minutes a day, if you're not getting your heart rate up, if you're not getting slightly out of breath, you are taking years off of your life. I wrote the book Smarter Workouts to help you understand how to do exercise safely and smartly. I do the podcast to help you ex- learn how to do exercise safely and smarty. Keep listening to the podcast. And tell you what, I, I don't like making guarantees. But if you keep tuning into All About Fitness, if you pick up Smarter Workouts, if you pick up my other book, Ageless Intensity, and my upcoming book, Smarter Recovery, will be coming out in early 2023. If you follow my work and pay attention to what I'm doing, I am going to teach you how to use exercise to not only enhance your quality of life, but I'm not allowed to live a much longer one. And that's kind of cool. Hey, if you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me, Pete at PeteMcCallFitness.com. That's Pete at PeteMcCallFitness.com. You can follow me on uh, Instagram on All About Fitness Podcast on Instagram. That's All About Fitness Podcast on Instagram. Next part up, we're going to be part four. We're going into chapter two of Smarter Workouts. And chapter two of Smarter Workouts is titled Movement and Intensity in Practice. As always, thank you for stopping by, and I do look forward to having you join me for future episodes of All About Fitness.